0: Well, good morning, everyone. It is my distinct honor and privilege to introduce a recently made friend. Her name is Sarah Lucien Mateo. She is the owner or chief executive officer of a wonderful organization. She's going to tell us more about it in a moment. She's already added a few of her websites onto the chat. So everyone is welcome to join us. We're really happy to have Sarah here She brings a wealth of experience, a plethora of knowledge, and most of all, Sarah loves to communicate, as I do, and she loves to communicate using her voice, which is also an added benefit. I'm going to go to my screen right now. I'm going to invite Sarah on stage, and we're going to commence with this interview. One moment, please. And I want to thank everyone who's joining us live right now as well. These events are becoming quite popular, and we always welcome our guests to participate. In addition to our interviewees, the invite to Sarah has been sent. I'm going to have a beautiful day right now because I'm talking to Sarah. Sarah's accepted and she's connecting right now. And the biggest difficulty that we have with Crowdcast is we must ensure that we have no other audio devices or any other programs open, et cetera, on the browser. Sometimes that's what causes the disconnect. So we have Sarah's on board right now. Sarah, please turn off your video. Glad you're here.
1: Hello, Jack. How
0: are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for (laughs) joining me this morning for our party.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Uh, once again, it takes two to do it. We can't do it with one. It's just not effective. So thank yep. you for taking some time to accommodate my request. Let's talk a little bit about you. I want to make sure that I pronounce your name right, number one, and I want to focus on the organization that you represent.
1: Absolutely. Great.
0: So your name, if I'm not mistaken, is Sarah Mittal. Am I saying that right, or is it Michio Mittal? It's Mitchell. So, it's like Mitchell, except with a Haitian flair to it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that works. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the Spotlight of Success series. I'm going to go to the title right now, and I'm going to scroll down, and I'm going to grab the meat of this event, if you will. I'm going to grab the questions, because they're listed in the description. And I'm going to post them into the chat right now. So if you look in the chat, you'll see the questions. Okay. All about being organized, copy, paste, and then we can move on. So my first question to you is, what is the name of the organization? It's the People Architectural Group Limited Liability Corporation. Is that
1: correct? That is me. We are all about people. Helping people understand who they are, what they do, how do they show up at the table at work and wherever they decide to, to, to be.
0: I understand. So in essence, you're an all hands approach. You're going to approach people from all perspectives. You're doing 360 on a person.
1: I am helping them do that. This is, you know, a lot of um. Some, we show up at work a lot of time. We show up at wherever we decide to to spend our time most of the time, but we don't know what we as an individual bring to the table. And yes, so, I understand. And so that's, that's what we do. We just make sure that you understand who you are before you're trying to get other people to understand who you are.
0: Okay. And I do apologize for the vacuum noise, but I am a firm proponent and believer in the show must go on.
1: That's right. <laughs> so if I have
0: if I have some underlying circumstances or background noise, do I prefer it? Not at all. Will I work with it? Yes, I will, because life goes on. Mm-hmm. How long have you been the CEO or the prime force on your or in your organization? How many years? About two years, am I correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, this February will be our two-year anniversary.
0: Outstanding. So good things are coming, and they continue to come. That's great.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Now, I want to thank you for posting your Facebook page, your main website, and also feel free to post additional content in the chat, because the beautiful thing about these chats is they remain alive. God, God. The chats are continuous. Anybody can chat anytime. The event has a specific start and end time, but the chats are continuous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in essence, gonna... you could post your content in session one, in session two, and of course our session, which is session three. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: What I will probably do is post your website, your LinkedIn page, as a call to action. And I may do that right now. One moment.
1: Okay. What I do that too?
0: Or if you have your LinkedIn page, you could just post it in or send it to me in the chat. And then what I'll do is I'll go ahead and simply link it as a call to action.
1: Okay. Will do.
0: Silence is not a bad thing as we're getting ready. you If you look back at session one, you'll see that I've already had a participant or it was session two, it might have been. Jack Pierce and I had a very interactive session and it was fun.
1: Okay, good. Well, we are hoping to have an interactive session again today.
0: What started you on your professional journey, Sarah? What started you on your journey to get where you're at now?
1: You know, i <clears throat> I've always wanted to to be in a um, profession where I am helping uh, uh, others. And so I started in product management, um, helping suppliers. I moved into HR. I did a little bit of counseling, Um, but HR is home to me. HR is where I have spent um, the last 19, 20 years of my career, continue to grow, continue to help organization, um, aligning their people with their business strategy um so when it comes for um for my entrepreneurship um i about a couple of years ago things were happening in my family where i needed to step back from the from corporate and when it was time to go back i understand when it was time to go back i knew something needed to be different um i loved my job i loved the people that i worked with but i knew that uh, I needed something new, but didn't know what it was. And <clears throat> as some of the vendors that I worked with when I was with an organization, people that I've hired throughout the years understand that I wasn't in an organization, they start reaching out to me and I did some consulting work and then it turns into people architectural group. So the transformation, the the things that I've done really helped me understand myself and then, as I'm helping organization understand uh, those within an organization understand who they are.
0: I understand. So essentially, what you're doing now is a summation or a continuance of what you've always been doing. You've just combined the previous experiences that you've had into one, and the result of it is your current organization.
1: Absolutely, I am not doing anything new. Um, this past two years that I haven't been doing it for the last 20 years, and uh, so it's just a continuation, as you mentioned.
0: Now, one of the things that I noticed is I was actually saw one of your events online, I forget where, and I decided to register and take the initiative to reach out to you. Uh, One of the things that I would like you to do is once this event is over, even though we're getting all the noise, anything that can go wrong is going wrong, that's fine. But I would like you to take this recording and upload it to your YouTube channel once we're completed uh, with our interview.
1: Happy to do that.
0: So what I'm going to do is I'm going to download the file. I'm going to send it to you. I may upload it to my YouTube channel, provide a title and a brief description. But feel free to take this content once I download it and upload it to you to post on that YouTube page.
1: Absolutely. I will definitely do that.
0: So we've already discussed, number one, uh, very in-depth. Number two, what is your favorite part of being a professional?
1: Oh, I have been someone who, who when I go into an organization, I stay there. I've worked for a couple of organizations in my 20 years with increasing responsibility. But this last two years, being able to go into different organizations and helping them see in, um, from a different viewpoint have been um, a learning experience to, um, for me. And so I enjoy working with different leaders. I enjoy working with... Um, with staff from different organizations and just bringing things that I see working from one organization um, to another, to continue to, I think it's a, it's a common, finding that common ground is very important to me.
0: I understand. And do you find yourself going back to the same organization and liaisoning with the same people over and over again? Or is it simply a one shot, one kill scenario where you go in, you do a diagnostic you assist as you can and then you perform your consulting services and leave, or is it an ongoing relationship?
1: The company that I work with are ongoing relationship. That's what I, I want. I think when you are really making a difference, you need to be there for a little bit longer than just you do your project and that's it. Um, I get to know the organization. I get to under, um, get build that trust with my HR partner continue to be a support to them. So no, I, I, I stay with them. So I stay with them and continue to grow. And I'll be there from the initial, you know, h- helping them hire um, someone and helping that individual grow within that organization as well.
0: I understand. So you're focused on the onboarding process. You're focused on maintaining relationships with HR and the employees that are hired. So essentially, it's the entire life cycle. It's the onboarding, it's uh, the meet and greet, training the em- prospective employee and uh, maintaining a relationship with them throughout their employment or work uh, interactions with the or- with the company that they're in, and then maybe even providing some guidance when they plan on retiring or when they plan on transitioning to another organization. Is that
1: also done? I do not get into the benefits um, <clears throat> while I can, do, while I have experience in benefits and compensation, My organization really focuses on the um, talent acquisition and talent development. If there's an HR project that needs to get done, we can um, help with, we can see if we can help with that. But for right now, we are just focusing on talent acquisition, talent development.
0: I understand. And how many people are in your organization?
1: There are four of us right now.
0: Wow. So in essence, you're growing.
1: We are growing. I'm hoping I
0: can be number five. I'm just putting a word out there for me in my situation. So the next question as we're going on our learning journey here is what are some things that you wish you had known when you had started out in your career?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, I think one of the things that I didn't do very well, I I I'm one of those people. Sometimes I put my head down, get the work done. Um, If I, if I had to do it all over again, I would build more relationship. I would attend more networking event. I would, um, you know, I'm a lifetime learner. I love to learn. Um, But I think, you know, just not that I would learn, but I would learn differently. I would probably be more strategic in the courses that I go to and things like that that would further my career and things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think if Instead of really focusing on what I could have done, it's like sometimes maybe I would just reorganize the way that I did things. If I but had to do it all but
0: one of the things I always say to people when I ask this question, and it's a question that was provided to me by Luis Malvas from TLD chat or TLD cast, uh, another podcast event, if you will. Uh, I interacted with Luis quite extensively. I asked the question and then my immediate response to whatever the answer is, is always, but if there were mistakes made or if there were some errors in judgment, even with the different things that we may have done, it's all still good because we wound up where we are today.
1: Exactly.
0: So without those mistakes, we may not have wound up where we are today, where we want to be.
1: I exactly I don't I look at mistakes if people call them mistakes I call them opportunities um, I think everything that you do every 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 experience you had helps shape who you are today and so I don't think it's in really mistakes I think it's um, it, it's just an opportunity to learn so just like I mentioned I wouldn't I probably wouldn't do things differently I would probably would organize things a little bit differently
0: yes yes who or what keeps you inspired besides me? <laughs>
1: you know, I, my family, my, my dad was, um, passed away in 2020 and he was someone who really saw into people. He started a company, um, a ministry, um, 40 years ago and it has grown into 130 churches, 17 schools, six orphanages, he is, what I, what I liked about him is that he, he focused on people. He focused on the people that are in front of him, and he always looking at opportunity to improve. And so him, um, Pastor Sidwan Lucian, he is, uh, him and my mother was, um, Atene and Lucian were my inspiration. They were someone who always encouraged us to to love ourselves, love the Lord, and just push on, push on. Don't let um, you can get disappointed, but you have to get up and keep moving.
0: I understand. And could you also include that website to the church organization or to the ministerial organization yes. into the website? Okay. Like I said, we've got the people to group, uh, but and that's our focus. That's our bullseye. That's our target. But if we have some ancillary organizations that we're discussing, let's bring this content into the discussion. Absolutely. Because it's relevant and it's necessary and it's needed because it's it's a um, it's a part of your life, but it's also a part of our attendees' life. And I like I said, I encourage the chat to be interactive with website content. I do.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now I guess our final question is what is one important thing that people should know about you?
1: What should people know? People <coughs> know about me that. I have been in HR, the people that I'm trying to serve, I've been in their shoes all my life. So being in an HR department of one, I understand what that means. I understand what it means to have all HR discipline under your leadership trying to um, make sense to everything. So that's why when I go to organization, it's not to be a support to that HR person that has everything to deal with within the organization. I understand what that is. And I am there as a support. I am almost like a silent partner. Whenever you need me, I'm there to help alleviate um, uh, um, some of the pain points that you may feeling that day. I am someone who loves to listen. I am someone who wants to be a a, a partner with with my clients. I am someone who understands the situation that they are going through. And I'm someone it would, it would, I would love to talk to people, even if, you know, understand brainstorm. I love doing that.
0: So in essence, you're a partner of the organization and you're a partner of an individual employee in many cases.
1: Correct. So it went, whoever that HR manager, HR director, whoever my contacted within that organization, I am their partner. And you know what? When I was with an organization, this is a model that I know that I enjoy when I have a vendor or I have someone who can help, you know, be that sounding board of an area of expertise. And so that's why I, I had some great models um, that I work with. And therefore, I am um, reciprocating some of those things that I enjoyed when I was within an organization in my own business.
0: Okay, so now we've got the organization HR piece figured out, and you also provide services directly to employees of organization. Is that correct?
1: So we start doing um, right now providing interview support. This is something that I've been doing, um, where when I present a candidate to an organization, I prepare my candidates. I don't just send them out there. I just make sure that they understand who they are talking to and I help them understand if we have to do a mock interview, I would do that. And, um, at the end of last year, I started providing that as a, um, to other people, even if I'm not working with that that candidate to present them, if they need help to just build that confidence of how to present themselves, we start doing that as well. So I am, um, so within the organization, if somebody reach out to me, Um, For interview support, we will be able to help you do that as well. Prepare yourself so you can present yourself the best possible way.
0: Now, one of the things I'd like to mention to you, because I've been examining interview performance, et cetera, and the thing that I want to bring to your attention or a question that I have for you is, what is the easy way to pass the interview with any organization that we would ever interview with? Guaranteed to pass the interview. Guaranteed.
1: Well, I don't know, it, the, the, <clears throat> when I always tell candidates that when you are interviewing, you are presenting your skill, you are selling yourself, but the organization is also looking for someone in particular. So understanding what the requirement of the job is, is something you have to do. You have to take the time to really assess the job description and understand who, what they are looking for. And when you answer your question, answer your question in a way that answering that particular question they are asking you. So I think a lot of time we have one resume, we have one example in all jobs. Uh, uh, any um, jobs we interview for, we share the same example. Sometimes it's not relevant. You have to make sure that you cater your examples. To, um, you, you you cater your examples to match the job that you are, the level of jobs they are um, asking for. So okay, it but sad. now
0: let me interrupt and bring up one important ingredient. Many mm-hmm. times, many times, and I will say uh, it, this in all cases, any candidate that's interviewing for a job in an organization, unless they've worked for that organization before, may not know if they're a match or not a match because they're external. So at the end of the day, that prospective employee is still external to that organization. So Mm -hmm. the resume may not fit because they're external. Uh, Some of the interview performance type issues may not fit because they're external. So what I tell people to do, say, for example, I'm interviewing for a job for you right now, Mm -hmm. I'm external. Mm -hmm. So regardless of the answer that I use, I'm still external. Regardless of the resume information that I provide to you, I can do a cover letter, I cannot do a cover letter, all this extraneous stuff, extemporaneous stuff or extraneous stuff really doesn't matter because I'm still not on your bullseye of your target because I'm external. But there is a way that I can interview with you past the interview today and be offered a job with your organization if you were hiring. There is one way that I can do that.
1: Let me tell you something when you
0: enter. No, 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 let me finish. Let me finish this because this is important. The way that I can pass an interview with your organization or anyone's organization is talk about them. For example, I must read your website. I must be familiar with the job description. I must use the words that you use in your job description. I must use the words that you use on your website and use this material on my resume that I forward to you. But during the interview, it's all about working and to start work at the interview. For example, when you're speaking to me, I am answering your questions or I am writing. I am doing something when you are talking to me. Mm -hmm. And when I am talking to you, you are working because you are writing down the things that I'm saying. It's a partnership. The work starts right during the interview. And I've been on interviews myself where if a person is nodding their head or if it's a panel interview and some people are not writing things down, I will stop the interview. And I've actually done this and I've said, excuse me, sir, I'd really like to be hired uh, at this organization. I took the time to prepare extensively Please engage with me and write some things down. Don't just nod your head. I think that's very rude and inconsiderate. And I've actually said this to panelists that I don't even know because it's an exchange of information. I've been asked questions that I don't know the answer to, but how I'm able to phrase my answer is I go right back on the people. In the panel, and I say, once I'm hired for this position, I will utilize my organizational contacts and website information to obtain the necessary content to answer this question. Mm. They they put their pens down. They they say that's exactly what you would do. Uh, if if I don't know the answer to a question, Sarah, then I provide the interviewing team with the way that I would be able to obtain the information. My thought process.
1: Yeah. All- I've, been
0: asked, I've been asked during interviews to demonstrate tasks. Hmm. Yep. And I've been able to do that. So there's a plethora of activities and a plethora of ways that interviews can be conducted. But as long as I go in there uh, w- willing to work and willing to interact with the individual or the team and explain myself using organizational words and phrases, etc., I have been offered every position that I've ever been interviewed for. By using that method. And I just wanted to bring that to your attention.
1: Absolutely. I think it's good to know everything about the organization. You need to prepare yourself. Like I said, understand the job description, understand what they're asking for, understand the culture. But the thing is, we never, you know, everybody have their own style, Um, um, a position. We don't, we know what we can do, but we don't know. Who else we are competing against, and so when I when we go to an interview, we have to go to the open mind that we have to do everything that we can ourselves to be the best candidate. However, we don't know so there could be somebody who has a maybe there's something else they are looking for. Um, just I, I, I always say focus on what you can focus on, focus on what you can control, and it is your skill set. You can control what you know about the organization. Do the right thing. And then I think the chips will fall where they may.
0: But what I do is I even bring that information that you just suggested to me. We don't know the variables. We don't know what other candidates bring to the table. I actually use that area when I have my five questions for the prospective team or, or for the individual who's interviewing me. I actually ask that question. Are there any other qualities or any other type of skills that would be primary attributes for a candidate for this organization to possess? I will let them know when I'm asking my five questions. Uh, Once I'm selected for the position, I may say, for example, blah, 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 blah. Once I'm hired, blah, 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 blah. But I basically determine myself when i ask my five interview questions to get more information about the position and increase my odds if you will of obtaining it by asking the five questions
1: absolutely i always encourage candidates that they do have to have questions there are some questions that i will tell them you know you want to ask a question about the organization you want to ask a question about the day to day depends on who it again depends on who you are talking to um, if you are talking to the hiring manager, you can ask more specific question about the role in the day to day. If you're talking to an HR, you can ask the HR more general question about the culture, about um, how the you know um, benefits and so on and so forth. If you asking for talking to the the CEO of the organization, maybe you ask questions more directed to the future of the org- of, um, of the organization and so on. So it depends on who you are talking to. You definitely want to ask a question, uh, appropriate question to match the audience. Um, and I always tell people to, you know, ask them because whoever you're talking to, you're going to be interacting with them. So you want to make sure that you ask them question of how you digital interacts with their world.
0: The most important thing we can say at an interview is we don't know. We must ensure that we never say this we don't know the answer. If we don't know the answer to a question, we must describe very clearly to the panel or the individual how we would obtain that information because I don't know is a zero. And if we use, I don't know, it throws us off of our rhythm uh, and and we're going down a slippery slope to answering additional questions. But as long as we provide some type of answer to each question that we're asked, we greatly increase our opportunities for uh, obtaining employment within that organization. Absolutely. And right now we're focusing on about two minutes left of this presentation. So the floor is yours. What I will do, Sarah, is I will simply conclude the presentation at the 30-minute mark. But the floor is yours. If you would like to add any additional information about your products, services, the ministry, etc., take the time and interact with us.
1: Absolutely. Well, I just want to encourage anyone who is looking to... Be inspired and help build their internal, um, staff. If you're looking for a trainer, if you're looking for somebody to help you with your talent acquisition, um, I would, it would be an honor to talk to you to brainstorm and see if, um, people architectural group is the right, um, um, company to help partner with you this coming year. Again, we work on relationships, um, some of the services that we provide. <clears throat> As I mentioned, is talent acquisition, talent development. We work with organization. We also work with job seekers. Um, so it, take a look at our website. If there's um, and if there's a position that we have posted that match your skill set, if you want to reach out to us to learn more about it, feel free to apply. Or you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn, and we can schedule a fifteen minutes to talk. Whether you're an organization that's looking to have a position field or if you are a job seeker looking to be placed somewhere. I hope I hope to talk to some of you, um, interact with you in this coming year.
0: Sarah, this is going to happen. I can guarantee it. You. You're a talker, I'm a talker. And the thing that I value the most about this interaction is we started off rough, we had some barriers, but I like the flow that we've been able to achieve.
1: Have but to I be.
0: encourage everyone to interact with Sarah using the contact information provided in the chat. Invite, excite, and engage. That's what we do, folks. We love what we do when we want to meet with you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.